Hey everyone, this is Ashwarya. Welcome back to another episode of Recent Eats. Today I have here with me the lovely June Kim. Hi, June. Hi, thanks for having me on. I'm so happy to have you on. Can you introduce yourself and share a bit about who you are? Yeah, of course. So my name's June Kim. I'm based in Los Angeles, and I'm currently the head of video at Bon Appetit. So June and I met through a mutual friend who actually was on the podcast uh, some time ago, Eunice from Material Kitchen. And the minute I met June, I was like, whoa, I think this is one of my people. I'm like very much a energy reader. And, you know, within 20 seconds, I'm sort of like, oh, I would love to spend time with you or, you know what, best if we keep our distance. And I felt the former with you, June, the minute I met you. And I'm just so jazzed to have you on and hear your perspective. Yeah. I mean, it's such a joy to just talk about food in a fun way, not for work, too. Um, and the feelings mutual. I loved meeting you. And I was like, we're instant friends. It's happening. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's kick it off. My first question for you is, how does food play a role in your life? Food is a huge role in my life. And I, I, you know, grew up loving food and having it be such a big passion point for me, so much so that I made it into my job. I think, you know, for me, starting in content and video and film, and I actually started in the film and documentary world first, ultimately food just ended tugging me away. And here I am in food media. So for me, like food is just such a big part of my life. I love to cook. I always like to try out new recipes, um, whether it be from Bon Appetit or, you know, other publications or just, you know, recipes that I'm tinkering around with myself. Um, and I love to eat out and check out all of the amazing restaurants that LA has to offer. I think LA is such an amazing food city. So I love to kind of try out all the restaurants popping up. Let's talk about your food diary. We're in the middle of the week. So let's go back to the weekend and start mm -hmm. at Sunday. Okay. What did you what did you eat for breakfast on Sunday and how did you start your day? So on Sunday, I started my day going to the Atwater's Farmer's Market. I love the Atwater Farmer's Market. The main reason I love it is because Proof Bakery is right there. And so Proof Bakery, it's one of the best bakeries in Los Angeles. Um, they have such amazing French croissants, pastries, sandwiches. Um, so I stopped at Proof Bakery first and I got a plain croissant um, and a hojicha latte, which is essentially like a toasted green tea latte. And then I strolled around the farmer's market. To me, a perfect Sunday. That is really the perfect Sunday. I also have, I'm ashamed to say I've never tried Proof. Oh my gosh, so you have to go. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm adding it to the list. From a croissant perspective, are you a plain chocolate or savory ham and cheese. Mm. I'd say usually my go-to is a ham and cheese croissant. I, I'm a savory girl. I always am. I just like, you know, if there's chips and guac or, you know, cookies in front of me, I'm going for the chips and guac. Yeah. Otherwise, I, I like to go plain sometimes. Just like a simple croissant where you can really taste the buttery layers and, and the flakiness and appreciate that. So usually I'll go for one of those too. I know. It's really interesting. I, I love to like layer and add things into my food. So the more the merrier, like pistachio, almond, chocolate, like What's give it all to me. But then a plain butter croissant, you know, you you kind of forget the simplicity and the beauty of that too. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it just works. It's, it's a beautiful thing. What did you eat next on Sunday? 
So then for lunch, so I went to the farmer's market. Then I did my usual grocery shopping. I have a Sunday routine. I always go grocery shopping on Sundays. Um, And so when I got home, I was super hungry. And so I kind of just did like a snacky lunch. So anytime I go to the grocery store on Sundays, I usually will get different kinds of fruit and then like fruit prep them for the week. I love fruit and I'm Korean. And so I'm used to eating fruit after a lot of my meals. It's how a lot of Koreans end their meals. And so I love to have fruit like cut up, sliced, all of that, put them in Tupperwares um, and leave them in the fridge. So I did that. And so I ate a bunch of watermelon. I know watermelon's not in season, but it was just like calling to me at Whole Foods. So I needed to get it. Um, And then I just had, you know, chips, salsa and guacamole. And I figured, you know, I kind of filled up on snacks and was like, that's my lunch. Snacky lunches are the best. Yeah. Lunch is typically like my flyover meal. You know what I mean? Like breakfast, I'll be hangry if I don't eat it. So I have to eat something. Lunch is kind of my struggle meal. It's like, just get through it. Get through the lunch, get to dinner. Do you do snacks in between a snacky lunch and a dinner? Or is it like looking for like, are you then like, great, I'm just looking forward to dinner? Usually, usually like I'll eat a little snack in the afternoon or something like that. Although on Sunday I didn't. (laughs) what did you eat for dinner on Sunday so dinner is my big meal I love to like you know spend time on dinner and like make something special and so we actually have a pizza oven in our backyard so we have a gosney that just is stationary has to be in our backyard at all times but we love using it um it's like wood fired and gas you can kind of use whichever one you prefer I love the flavor of wood fired anything so and it's really easy. Like you just get some wood and, and Gosney provides it so you can light up some of the wood. And so we love to make pizzas. Um, we have this local Italian market. I live in the valley. I live in Burbank. We have a local Italian market called Pinocchio's. And so we love to walk there. They have the best pizza dough and you can kind of get all of your needs for pizza right then and there. And so curious. Yeah, that's such so a nice. fun little ritual. Um, And so I made a I love like a mushroom soprasada pizza. There's like I love this pizza from Roberta's called the Mm. bee sting. With the honey. Exactly. So I always try to make a riff on that. And so I made a pizza with, you know, tomato sauce, mozzarella, um, but I added my talkie mushrooms. I love my talkie mushrooms. They're like so intense in flavor. Thinly sliced garlic, basil, red pepper flakes, hot soprasada, and then um, heated that through in the pizza oven and then finished it with honey. That's just the most glorious Sunday evening. Mm -hmm. And I like to like, if I'm feeling extra fancy, I'll heat up the honey in a little saucepan with um, fresh chili or something like that because it changes the consistency of the honey. It makes it a little bit more drizzleable. (laughs) That's definitely not a word. So we love to make pizzas. um, And yeah, delicious. Then we entered the weekday. Tell me everything about Monday meals. Yes. Weekday meals are a little more boring, I'd say, just because I work, you know, a full-time job. And so I'm just kind of trying to eat, obviously, delicious foods, but foods that will kind of fuel me. Um, So during the week for breakfast, usually I'll have a similar thing. It'll either be like a yogurt bowl or a smoothie, something like that. So um, I had a yogurt bowl. I love Sigis yogurt. It's this Icelandic skier yogurt. And, you know, I honestly just get it by the tub full once a week. 
Um, so I got vanilla cigus, put it in a bowl, had that with some chai granola, um, almonds and honey. And I really love starting my day with like a kind of rich yogurt because I just find that it like keeps me full longer. Mm. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so that was my breakfast. So for lunch, I made myself just a quick, easy Greek salad. So I just did some sliced cucumbers, tomatoes, olives, feta, red wine vinegar, oregano, olive oil, lots of salt and pepper. Um, and I ate that with some, we had made over the weekend on Saturday, a shawarma roast chicken with potatoes. Um, we love to make, I love to make ro- roast chicken because like, I just feel like it's the dish that keeps on giving. You eat it for dinner that night. You can use the bones for soup. Um, usually you have chicken to kind of like last you through throughout the few days. Um, and it's this great Bon Appetit recipe. It's essentially like a shawarma rub that you rub all over whole roast chicken. And then you place potatoes along the side and roast it. So had the Greek salad that I made and then heated up some leftover um, roast chicken and potatoes and had that for lunch. You know, I'm super into Greek salads right now because we are, spoiler alert, coming out with a red wine vinegar this summer. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to try it. So good. And I've been just delving into the world of Greek salads. And even though it's very like off season, but pasta salads too, with a really good Mm. game changing so definitely that's the mode I'm in so it's so nice to hear you're in that mode too or you were in that mode oh definitely and it's just I love a Greek salad without the lettuce too just like cucumber tomato onion olives you know keep it authentic and then crushing up some pita chips oh so So good good. so good and it's just fresh you know yeah exactly fresh salty tangy what else do you need Everything. Yeah, exactly. All the flavors that we want to we want to be with all the time. Um, I want to hear from you. All time favorite bone up recipe that everyone should immediately go to now. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's so hard to choose. I make dishes from it all the time. Um, But I will say hmm, I think there's this recipe I don't know the exact name of it, but it's essentially like a curried chicken thigh, bone-in, skin-on stew that I love to make. Um, I love to make this recipe we have there. You know, spoiler alert, it's another roast chicken. But Chris Morocco has this roast chicken with like really thinly mandolin potatoes that you shingle around the chicken and they become like really crispy. Amazing. So then Monday, what did your afternoon and evening look like on Monday? So afternoon, like I said earlier, I love to have like cut up fruit in the fridge. And so I went into the fridge. I also like chopped up some cantaloupe. So I had some cantaloupe and I love popcorn. I eat popcorn all the time. And so I had some popcorn as well. (laughs) Sometimes I'll eat popcorn for dinner. It's just a thing I love. Oh, my God. Do you um, pop it with the kettle or whatever or do you use yeah it's so easy i like i just usually do it on the stove um i always do the same thing it's just like a third of a cup of um popcorn kernels three tablespoons of neutral oil and then you can top it with whatever you like so i like to do you know sometimes i do a lot of salt drizzle of honey sometimes i'll do like a cotija you know, like an elote style popcorn with Whoa. like crumbled cotija and cilantro and uh, tagine, um, 
I love to make furikake popcorn um, with a little butter, sugar, furikake. Okay, you're like gourmet pop- popcorn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm saving this note for later because yes. I'm going to chat more about that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll give you some recipes. Please. Um, and then after the snack, so for dinner... My mom is so sweet. She sometimes, my mom lives, my parents live pretty close by. And so my mom has, makes this incredible dish. It's called, it's a Korean dish. It's menil kuksu. But it's also, you know, in Jap- in Japanese, it, it you know, it'd be like zaru soba. So it's essentially like a dipping soba. You cook up some soba and you dip it in this really like rich umami soy-based sauce. Um. So I had that for dinner, which is such a treat because it, it's literally like cold soba is I could eat all the time, which I know is not maybe everyone's ideal, you know, like what they think of what they crave. But for me, I literally will crave cold soba. So essentially, like my mom, I've asked her to teach me how to make the broth so many times and she has it yet. Is she holding on to it or do you think that she's like? Let me just continue making it for you. My mom has tried to teach me to cook before. The problem, not the problem, but the way that my mom cooks is very intuitive. And so my mom will not say like, you need about two tablespoons of this or that. It's very much based on the size of the pot she's using or the size of the wooden spoon she's using to stir things. So like the way she would teach me how to make, you know, a stew or something is like, oh, two spoonfuls of this. And so then I'm like, I should just try to buy a spoon exactly that size because like, her spoon is a different size than other spoons. So yeah, um, love my mom and I love her dishes. But yeah, I like she's such a good cook that she just cooks so much off of intuition and she does it so quickly that I'm like, wait, wait, I can't like follow you. I'm um, so familiar with this because yes, that's my mom. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, we had... Basically, in the dipping sauce, you add a bunch of grated radish into it, sliced scallions. I like to add a little wasabi because I like spice. Um, And then you can put in like thin strips of seaweed. So did that and then you just dip in the soba and you dip it and take a little sip of the broth if you need. And it's like literally the most delightful meal. It's honestly one of my favorite foods. I really want to... I've never eaten this, so I want to Oh my gosh, we will go. Please. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Tell me more about yesterday, Tuesday. Tuesday. So surprise to no one, my breakfast was a yogurt bowl. So I had more Sigus vanilla yogurt. Um, And this time I added some cantaloupe in there, almonds and honey. I'd run out of my granola. So for lunch, I, I really wanted something like warm and comforting. So I kind of went to my nostalgia page in my book. And I actually just made a grilled cheese with Tillamook cheddar um, and had tomato soup. Perfect. Classic combo. I never really crave a grilled cheese and tomato soup. I probably do once a year. And and yesterday was that day of the year. I, I love grilled cheeses with tomato soup. What was your dinner? Um, so for dinner, like I said, too, like I love to kind of really make a meal of dinner. Like for me, it's the one time lunch. I'm so busy. Breakfast, you know, I'm working East Coast hours actually. So breakfast is a quick meal. So dinner is really that time for me to like unwind. I love to cook. For me, it's a stress reliever. So it's like, you know, I turn on NPR or some music and just cook. 
I roasted some salmon and I did kind of like a blackened salmon rub. So I took a little brown sugar, paprika, salt, pepper, um, rubbed it all over the salmon with some olive oil. I popped that into the oven at 400 for, I think, like 15 to 20 minutes. And then while that was roasting, I made a buttered orzo. So I cooked up some orzo, lots of butter, lots of lemon juice and zest, a lot of Parmesan and a lot of cracked pepper and kind of mixed that up. like a risotto, like a risotto pack almost. Yes, yes. And it's it was delicious. Oh, and I did have a little mochi ice cream after that. So we love to get those like frozen mochis. Um, So I had a green tea mochi. It's like green tea ice cream. And then it's covered in this, in mochi essentially, which is pounded rice. And it becomes really like soft and chewy. During the start of the pandemic, my sister and I made peanut butter mochi. Oh oh my God, that's so cool. One of our favorite mochi shops. Ah! So we both made, from afar, we both made uh, peanut butter mochi. Oh my gosh, um, that's so cool. It's so good. Okay, we're going to do a quick rapid fire. What's the best meal you've eaten this year? So we're still early in the year, but I have to say I had an amazing meal at Camphor in downtown. It's this upscale French restaurant, um, and I loved it. It was it was such a treat. The service was incredible. The food was so unique and delicious. We had these gunpowder anchovies that were incredible. Um, even they had this baguette. And they had butter, but it was mixed with a poisse cheese. Mm. That was delicious. Their desserts are incredible. So anyone in L.A., run to Camp 4. It is so run. good. <laughs> What's your favorite restaurant in Los Angeles? I'd say for special occasion, I love Bestia. Bestia is such a classic. And I love Musso and Frank's in Hollywood been around for like over 150 years and it's just a great place for a martini and a steak um, and for a fun meal out i love yang band society i think the food they're making is so cool it's delicious and unlike anything you've ever tried i feel the same about pija palace i've been there a few times and it's just such a fun environment and the food is so great and i love found oyster i will go to found oyster anytime i know the line will be crazy What is your favorite meal of the day? I think dinner, definitely. Um, For me, it's just the time I have around dinner to really like put together a good meal. And, you know, oftentimes when you think of dinner, like that's when you think of when you might gather a few friends for dinner, whether you're going out or having a few friends over for dinner. So that is my favorite meal because I feel like it's the most communal meal. I agree with you. Dinner is my favorite meal. And I love it. Yeah, by and far. And you can like cheat the system. You can have breakfast for dinner, you know? <laughs> yep. Yep. Food you'd eat for the rest of your life. This one I've always struggled with because, you know, I work I, in food. I love food. I crave things, you know, all the time. But I'd say if I had to, I'm going to cheat and say a cuisine and pick Korean food. And if I had to pick like a specific meal, it would just be a Han meal, which is like lots of little sides soup and rice i suppose preferably made by your mom too yes a hundred percent what is your favorite sweet treat Mm. i'm kind of a more fruity dessert person 
So anything that's like a fruit tart or a lemon bar or galette. Actually, yeah, I take it back. If I had to pick a sweet treat, it would be a galette with like whatever fruit is in season. So like a plum galette or a berry galette. I love a galette. I didn't know what a galette was until a few years ago when a friend of mine made one and brought one over and I was totally transformed. And since then, I've been making blueberry galettes and strawberry galettes. And I love, love them. I and galettes are like, out. oh, I know. Yeah. And they're so easy to make. That's blown so me away. So easy. And I will say, and maybe this is a hot take, but I think galettes are superior to pies. Because for me, the crust to filling ratio is so much better on a galette than it is a pie. I think I agree with you besides pumpkin pie yeah i think besides like the custard pies and like banana cream pie and chocolate pie things like that but if you're going like a fruit pie yep i think galette's the way to go i agree i want more crust anyway because exactly exactly june thank you so much for coming on this was such a joy and i love talking food with you any and every day Thank you. Ditto. I could talk about this for hours. So thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for another episode of Recent Eats. We're an independent podcast that's truly a personal passion of mine. And so I want to thank and shout out our producer, Evan Lindsay. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date with future guests, follow us at Recent Eats Pod on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Hello Aishwarya. See you next time. <laughs>